Hello, my little piggies. Welcome back to I Am a Bit of an Expert, a Peppa Pig podcast. I'm your host, Josh Chapman. Joining me down the line, as always, the other half of the show, reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> it's Matt Frost. How you go, mate? I did not expect that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been chastised for singing on other podcasts before, I think maybe even by you. So I don't think I chastised, did you? I thought I was quite supportive. No, I think you're quite, you're being quite supportive, actually. Um it's been a while. It's 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 been it's been a while between drinks. It hasn't gone unnoticed by f- fans of the show that we haven't done one for a while. So it's nice to nice to be back in the game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a few things been going on, and uh, it's been hard to get things to to marry up schedule wise. And um, you know, you, your uh, your other podcast has had quite quite a lot of content. So yeah, <laughs> yep. it's uh, yeah, and that's um, been pushed to the back now. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, now it's now it's Pepper's time. It's Pepper's time to shine. Yeah, <laughs> yes. so lots been going on. Not 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 the least of us being banned from Facebook twice, uh, <laughs> twice in a row. This podcast for some reason. I think we might have been touched on a while ago that the the Pepper Pig podcast page was pulled off Facebook for some inexplicable reason. So I went to all the trouble of starting it again and putting it up, and it got pulled down again. So I don't know what's going on. I don't. Know, I I can't explain it. We need to be starting some kind of far-right movement, I think, to stay on Facebook or something, or is that too controversial? Um, Who knows? Not sure. Not sure. I'll probably keep my mouth shut about that. But perhaps <laughs> uh, perhaps if we became edgier. like Perhaps. The, pe- pe- I know you're the same. People are always sending me edgy pepper things, and even though they know that I hate it. So, yeah. Yeah. It was quite funny because I watched uh, the last episode of Saturday Night Live that just aired on the weekend, and there was a segment about Peppa Pig that was on there, um, which apparently had the world's biggest Peppa Pig fan on, on on it, and she was outraged that they were doing an, a, an episode where there are two mummy polar bears on Peppa Pig, which we'll we'll get to in the episode when it gets to it. But anyway, the world's biggest uh, Peppa Pig fan, hey? I would say, yeah. She's well, that's third what I was, um, best. <laughs> yeah, where was her podcast? Um, the comedian Sarah Silverman, Sarah Silverman, I think, no, is it Sarah Silverman? No, I think that's her name. Sorry if I got it wrong. She was very funny and it was, it was quite funny, but yeah, get in line, show us your podcast. I was wait, I was just waiting for them to make a joke about how she had a podcast or something. Oh, I'm like, yeah. please just say that. Cause then someone at least will Google it and that, you know, I've, yeah. I can't say, <laughs> che- we haven't done the podcast for us. So I haven't checked the stats lately. So who knows? Maybe I'll log in and they'll be just, you know. Yeah. Just through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's hot off the back of a of a timely SNL sketch, which I think is still three months behind that. I think that story is about three months old. So there you go. Yeah. I um, um, I watched a horror movie the other day where somebody was complaining that nobody liked and listened to their podcast. It was quite hilarious. It was, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I felt her. <laughs> no, no. I think we're still quite popular. I think. Um, We'll find out after we put this out after not doing one for a while and see see what the you know what goes up the flagpole. But um, I feel like I need to uh, this week on this episode get the uh, the old dun 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 EastEnders drums out for this episode because we're on uh, one of our favourites, Mister Fox's van. We are certainly in the East End of London now, so yeah, it's. It was, apples it, and pears, and there's even an apples and pears joke in this as well. There which is, I feel like was, was yeah. very deliberate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I sort of didn't pick up on that straight away, and then I did. So yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, 
So what goes down in Mr. Fox's van, really? I mean, we make jokes about Mr. Fox's a lot through this, and it's nice that he's sort of taken front. And I think this is the genesis of the whole thing, really. Yeah, so this episode, like, it, there's not a lot going on, but what is going on is quite subtle and quite delightful. So um, the Freddy, Freddy Fox is brought to Pepper's house for a play date with not only Pepper, with quite a few of the other kids as well. Mm-hmm. And um, while Freddy is playing with um, the kids, Freddy Fox, Mr. Fox is showing off and selling daddy various items. And, <laughs> yeah. and meanwhile, there's a B plot where the, the kids are having a bicycle race and Freddy's and they're comparing bells and everything they need is in it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of going stand. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Cause it, it sort of starts off with daddy pig coming out and going, Oh, you know, good, good morning or good. I guess the time, he doesn't just get the time wrong. He's like wrong from, from, you know, morning to afternoon or whatever, yeah. and that's the impetus yeah. of Mr. Fox. He's going, oh well, I guess my watch is hat, and he's like, oh well, you know, you've come to the right place because in my van I can help you out. <laughs> yeah. But instead of pulling out a watch, he pulls out a well, a grandfather clock. Yeah, grandfather clock, and they come in a pack of three. So yeah, uh, yeah well, I sell them in a lot of three. So yeah, like the the sort of the van salesman for those who aren't aware is kind of pretty common in the east end of London, like Brick Lane and stuff like that, like heaps of transits pull up and they sell things out of the back of the van. So it's sort of... Yeah, there used to be a... I'm sure it's probably still there. When I lived, I lived off Brick Lane for a year. It was probably about six or seven months actually between flats. We uh, we were in a flat in Shoreditch and it was this really big sort of warehousey flat and they put the rent up on us when the lease was up and indignantly we went... Oh, we're not going to pay that. We'll find another place to live. And we really struggled to find somewhere. And then all we could get was this flat that was literally behind Brick Lane. It was like you turned a corner off one street and it was right there. But it was probably run by Mr. Fox where it was a flat above another flat. They basically halved a, halved a, <laughs> a property. And downstairs there was probably seven or eight Bangladeshi guys who were working in the restaurants who were all sleeping in shifts in the house downstairs. And uh, we were upstairs and we were 51B or 50, whatever it was. And it, it, and it was a complete schmuzzle because it was like the lease didn't have the number on the thing. And then remember when we tried to move out, they tried to get us to pay all these like utility bills and council tax and things for an address that didn't exist. So we're going, well, where's the, they got, oh, well, you've got to pay us, you know, X amount of money for the, for the, the gas. And so, well, where's the bill? Like we get, we, and they're like, oh, I hadn't, I hadn't gone to the council. They hadn't done all these things, all these shady, all these shady East End things were going on in this flat. So we got out of there up when, I think it was about six months when the Sousa lease, we had a six month lease, we option to get out, we got out and we went to London Fields after that. Yeah, God, that's that's the most quintessential London flat story I've ever heard. Oh, well, the so, guys yeah. invited us down. The guys who worked in the restaurant invited us, me and my flatmate James, in downstairs to you know come and have a beer or whatever. I'm like, oh, we'll go. We walked down and we went into the flat, and there was just three rows of bunk beds with sheets yeah. on them. And there was four or five blokes <laughs> sitting downstairs and they had a couple of beers and in the middle of the table, I swear to God, there was a bowl of, bowl of hard-boiled eggs and yeah. they were just sitting there peeling and eating hard-boiled eggs. And I guess that was the protein it took to 
work the restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. In shifts. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> Quite an experience. So, uh, and my point being, the brick lane, like you said, that they would have a market, and you know they would actually have a market on a Sunday there, and it was every shady looking. You know, if you, basically if your bike got stolen, that was the first place you yeah, go to. Just go down and find the hoodie that stole it and buy it back. Yeah, yeah, um, or buy it off the off the Mister Fagan or whoever it is who's yeah. <laughs> who's running the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, like it's not just like brick lane is more than just shady guys in transit but that's the most entertaining part of it all so yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. absolutely and it's quite funny because it's got very distinct ends to it brick lane as well you go one down into much more of the restaurants towards the white chapel and as you go further up it becomes more about the bars and the and the the the, um the sort of slightly shady stuff i go but very very much more hipster the longer it went on um yeah it was was hipster when i was there did you ever go to the, the the restaurant, the Indian restaurant that had the Princess Diana painting on the wall? No, I did not. And it had this. There was a, one of the restaurants about halfway up, and it had this huge painting of Princess Diana, but it was Princess Diana slightly more if she was from the subcontinent. Like they'd sort of oh. darkened her skin and changed her features a little bit. I, I'll see if I can find it. That, <laughs> I don't know if the restaurant that exists is, anymore. That, that delights me. Yeah, <laughs> I like the idea of that quite a bit. But uh, so yes, Mister Fox certainly wouldn't look out of place at Brick Lane Markets on a Sunday, um, and and Freddie Fox does come by looking for a bell for his bike. Of course, they come in packs of two. So then Freddie Fox goes from having the quiet, having no bell, to having the loudest bells, and the yeah. the kids are quite, um, quite you know, curious about this and they decide to have a bike race and Freddie, um, Freddie Fox. Oh, when, when he goes back to get the he goes bells. Back to, no, he goes um, back to get, he gets the, they've still got the clocks. I know where you're going with this yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so when he goes back for the trophy, so they, they want a plastic trophy, gold, gold plastic for their, for their bike race. But when they go back, Mr. Fox is selling Daddy Pig a cement mixer and his line <laughs> is like, and that's another good reason why to have your own cement mixer at home. <laughs> <laughs> and everything's got like a little Fox tag. Like he's, he's oh. kind of got the, like he's got his own little branding on it, but it, it's very sort of like a $2 shop kind of thing where he's just got the, he's gotten the, the, the shipment from, from China or something, all the, all, all the goods. And he's just put his own little local branding on it. Oh, that that logo with the established 2010. Oh, choice T-shirt that is. Yeah, <laughs> there's some merch. There's a deep cut merch option right there, isn't it? It'd be like, um, it'd be like the Beatles T-shirt. It's like you'd you'd sell one. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It'd be the joke for one. It'd be worth worth the trouble. So yeah, he does go back and they get they get themselves a trophy, and it's real real gold plastic, um, and then they cut back. They come back and they do their race, and the finishing line is up at the up at the up at the uh, the, the truck. And now Mummy Pig's come out, and he's got some device that you press a button to that disappears or something. It gets very bizarre. That that was a little bit odd, like because Pepper doesn't normally sort of go too much into that sort of really yeah suspend your disbelief. But the better joke was that he he pushes a button and it's got a CD player in it. Yeah, and then it, it the, plays the four funny. bars of surf guitar music that they always yeah. play. <laughs> like it could have just been a ridiculously sized stereo, and it probably would have been just as funny. But... Yeah, or or something that you wouldn't associate with a 
CD player, like a vacuum cleaner, but it's also yeah. a CD player. Yeah, or a washing machine with a CD player in it, or whatever. But I mean, it's already disappearing da- thing. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, it's already dated itself by playing CDs. Really, <laughs> you know now. Well, it has now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ten years on, um, and they're all very, you know, they're all obviously very impressed with the uh, with the van that uh, that Mr. Fox has. Um, so much so that they they kind of basically try to challenge him and like, you know, yeah. what what else have you got in the van? So they're, they're rattling through all sorts of things. And, you know, have you got rockets? He's got toy rockets, box five. Um, uh, what are, the, the, there's the tree. Banjos. Yeah, yeah banjos, four string or five string. Um, yeah, the apple and pear joke. Yeah, so he goes, do, do you have any, do you, have you got any trees? And he goes, oh, I've got apples or pears. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Then the the payoff gag is he gets in to go, and the only thing he hasn't got in his van is fuel. He's out of petrol. Yeah, I think it's really weird because he says, "Daddy Pig says, oh, you know, I can give you a tow, but I don't have a tow rope.'" And he's got Fox brand tow ropes. Yeah, but <laughs> they um they give him a tow, but all the kids jump into the back of the car. Looks yeah, like down the, the hill, un- down, uh, the, down hill the hill as well. So if the truck yeah. is probably heavier. I was worried that he's just going to pull it and it's just going to smack into the back of the truck. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was, you know, no, they, now we've mentioned seatbelts before. They're all wearing bike helmets and the bike helmet's quite colorful by this point, but there is no way there's enough seatbelts in that car for all those kids. <laughs> no, I'm just actually skipping through it right now. And they, mummy and daddy pig definitely have seatbelts on, but no, nah, there's definitely, they, they, they jump straight in and then bang, the car is away and yeah. And they do. They drive. They drive that thing down the hill with the with the van behind it. Um, so, yeah, forget your dangerous spiders or everything else on Peppa Pig. That's just some flaunting some road rules right there. Yeah, yeah. You don't tow cars backwards either. Yeah, you can't steer them. <laughs> just say. Well, it's, don't, it's the wild. It's, guy, but it's the wild west out in in the East End. I mean, I don't know where the Pepper Pepper lives in conjunction to. You know, if it is in England previously, I always kind of thought maybe just outside London, maybe they do just sort of live far east, you know, east side, far east, you know, Essex side of London, perhaps. Home counties, definitely. But Yeah, yeah. potentially. I have to get my map out and have a look. But um, no, I mean, like you said, not much really happens plot wise, but there's some very, some very good gags and kind of milks it for all it's worth and is very self-aware about what, what it is and what it's trying to do. It's very self-assured, very confident episode. Like it's yeah, there's stuff in there for the kids, but it's one big laugh for adults, basically. It's, yeah, yeah. Again, these are the ones that we 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 always thought we were getting from day one. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah, you would never get you, you would never get an episode like this any earlier than this in, in this run. Took a little bit of time to get to this point. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of time. Um, Awesome. Well, I think that we've, we've, we've wrapped that one. We could pack that one off into the van, send it home. Thanks, everybody, for hanging around, sticking with us. If you've just found the podcast because somebody talked about Peppa Pig on a long-running American comedy show, uh, thanks for coming know. along. Please let us know if, you, if you're new here. If not, we'll find out. That um, sort of thing would tickle our fancy. Yeah, that would be quite hilarious. Uh, Sarah Sherman, that's the name of the comedian. It's just come to me. Sarah Silverman's a completely different comedian. Uh, she's quite funny. Now, uh, next week, I'm not going to give away too much about what happens in this one, but we did talk about when we get sent things from people from 
on Pepper. This this episode next week does have a lot of that. It's Chloe's big friends. Oh, oh, very good. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll park that. You'll have to tune in next week. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Josh. And good night, my little piggies. Peppa Pig and Danny Dog and Freddy Fox.